1: Hey, parents. Welcome back to The Journey. This is Dan Panetti. I'm over here across the parking lot um, at Big Church um, at Prestonwood Baptist Church um, with a couple of our uh, favorite ministers on staff, um, Jason Snyder and Tim Matthews. And we're going to talk about some um, just some incredible things that are going on um, that you as parents need to know about because there are opportunities for you um, to uh, not only experience the life of the church, but really um uh, get plugged into some some really neat things that are happening. Uh, we want to start with one of the things that's happening this coming up weekend, uh, and it's a movie pre. This is not a, a normal thing that's happening, right? But it's actually a movie preview that instead of going over to Cinemark, uh, we're going to go into right the main worship center, and we are going to watch a movie. Um, so who want who wants to kind of dive in and tell us a little bit about uh, what this looks like? And, and I wanted I want to say this right is you don't have to be a Prestonwood member to come to so many different things that we're talking about, especially this movie, right? This is just a, hey, bring the family and come see a a great movie. So Jason, you you started, so tell us a little bit about the movie opportunity.
0: So the movie that we're going to be screening on Sunday Mm -hmm. uh, is Jesus Revolution. And so this movie actually describes and uh, pictures for us the last great revival mm-hmm. in America, yeah. uh, the Jesus revolution of Jesus people uh, that actually took place and launched out in California. Yes. And so- That's uh, the last
1: time Jesus was in California. The la- yeah, the last time Jesus- 1968, there we 69.
0: Go. Uh, but I'm really excited about this film uh, because <laughs> it. I think what it does is it captures the moment of revival- Yeah. Uh, And we all need to be about revival, not only personal revival, but praying for those individuals around us. And this is just a great way for us to continue to get the gospel uh, in front of individuals, both in our church and outside of our church. And so in addition to that, it's just a great night out. I mean, why would you not want to bring your family? Um, It's going to be a great film. It's not one of those cheesy you know, sometimes we have cheesy Christian movies. The cheesy Christian movies of the '80s. Yeah, but we, yeah. You know, this you is were, you not were too one of young those. For that, right, yeah. I remember those. Uh, yeah. the, uh, this is a movie produced by the Irwin Brothers, yeah. and so uh, perhaps you're familiar with Woodlawn, um, or uh, I Still Believe. Yes. Both really, really Fantastic good films. Movies, great. Yes. well
1: done. Do we do we want to give away the um, the the one thing that I thought was re- really fascinating is the person who plays the character of Jesus. Yes. Is the same Jesus from The Chosen. Yes. So if you're watching The Chosen, which, by the way, if you're not watching The Chosen, I, I want to know why, right? Please, <laughs> please you really, sh- You really should you be. You should be. It's yes. so good, right? But that particular individual, right, they pulled in for this movie too. So when I saw the trailer for it, I was like, hey, that's kind of funny.
0: <laughs> yes. It is very funny because the guy – like you said, that From Chosen that plays Jesus, uh, plays the hippie in Jesus' revolution. And so uh, gets connected with a pastor in California. They see revival take off. So good. Uh, And, I mean, in those days they were baptizing uh, people in the ocean. I mean, hundreds of people coming to Christ. And Mm -hmm. actually that revival swept across the nation. And uh, uh, interestingly enough, my parents in Wyoming – actually experienced some of that revival movement so across cool. awesome. so that Jesus movement of course the music mm-hmm. Uh, that was prevalent during that time. So uh, this is a film that I would highly recommend all the way down uh, with our first graders and up. Okay. I think this is a this is a great uh, evening out. Uh, you can come to Main Street. We'll have Main Street open at 4.30. Uh, doors for the uh, film open at 5 p.m. And so people can come in and grab their seat. Uh, we, we'll start promptly at 6 p.m. Uh, in our worship center. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Greg Laurie is going to be here. Uh, and actually, Greg is a product. Yes. Uh, a spiritual product of
1: as the a Jesus' man, revolution, right? yes.
2: Yeah. Well, and I think that brings up a good point. You know, as a parent, being this being a, a parent podcast, uh, what's really cool about the Jesus revolution is it all started with young people, yes. And it yeah. was a movement of young people who got on fire for Jesus, right? Who were converted, saved, but then went out and began sharing the story of their transformation and the new life they found in Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's what generated the, or the genesis of this revolution began with young people. And swept across. So I think that's highly encouraging uh, for us as parents, just introducing our kids to just the power of a of a young person who uh, is life transformed by Jesus Christ. Yes.
1: Now I like how you took Tim the positive aspect of it. There is a. Um, I won't say negative, but there is a challenging aspect of this movie um, watching the trailer, right, of a number of people who are sitting in the church, right? And this is the way they kind of picture it is like this is kind of an older, dying church. uh, And these young people come in because the pastor is kind of like, you know, look at these people. They need Jesus. And he starts bringing them in. And the church doesn't all respond with open arms. There are some people who are kind of like, hey, uh, we don't want to be here if those kind of people are here. And I think that's a great reminder to us as believers that when somebody walks through the door of your church, are you there with open arms to receive, right, whoever needs Jesus. Right. So back in the 60s, right, it was the hippies. Today it might be somebody different, mm-hmm. but if they don't look like you and talk like you and, right, know where you're supposed to sit, right, and all those different things, I think it's a great reminder to us that um, the doors of the church, right, we often come kind of compare the church to the hospital, right? There are sick people, there are lost mm-hmm. people that need Jesus, and we need to be welcoming and bringing people in. And when they come in and they're sick into the hospital, it's okay. Right? Because Jesus makes them well, just like he did for us. So I think it's to, to, from that perspective, right? I think it's a great reminder to us the, as, as the church, right? Not to just kind of have closed doors and closed minds and say, listen, you know, we're the good people, they're the bad people out there. And the answer is no. We're the saved people, the lost people. We need to bring the lost people in. Right? Yes. That's and that, what, that's we the role of the church. church people. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: And that's the call to action Amen. that we're. That's why we're talking about it on the podcast. That's, right. That's why we're, you know, posting about it on social media, sending the emails out. We're surra- we're inviting surrounding churches. We want it to be an outreach yes. night. Yes. And so if you're listening to this podcast, the the challenge for you is not only to come and bring your family, mm-hmm. but it is also to bring individuals with you. That's right. So invite your neighbors, your friends, somebody you see in the Chick-fil-A drive-thru. Uh, take a moment and invite them to come. Because not everybody
2: saved that goes through the Chick Fil A drive-thru just want to throw yeah, it out The there.
0: sanctified <laughs> bird, uh, but it's important for us to invite those individuals. Amen. We, it's so important, uh, and this is a you know I guess we might say a non-threatening way. Uh, to get people but, into yeah, it's, it's the low-hanging building. fruit. It's yes. an easy one,
1: right? Uh, but there are some other things that are happening here um, that are other opportunities. Um, you wanted to mention specifically, and I'd kind of forgotten about this, but the Friday Morning Men's Bible Study has a neat thing that's happening, especially for. For guys who right grew up watching the Rangers play, this yes. is, this is a, a neat thing to, to you know grab a couple guys from work, grab a couple guys from your neighborhood, and say, hey, come listen to Jim Sunberg. So tell yes. us a little bit about that.
0: Uh, all the dads uh, on the podcast, uh, as you're listening, or the moms who are going to pass this information on to the dads, you really need to bring your son mm-hmm. uh, to Friday morning men's Bible study this Friday. And next. Right.
1: So this Friday's the 17th. This
0: Friday is the 17th. Next and the following the is the 24th. Yep. Um, Jim Sundberg is going to be with us. Uh, Jim is a former uh, catcher for the Rangers, mm-hmm. phenomenal man of God, has written an excellent book, excellent resource for the church, uh, where he talks about spiritual warfare yeah. using the catcher's gear. Uh, as his um, illustration. Of of Um, the armor of God. Yes. Kind of of a similarity
1: between what he wore every day, physically, Mm -hmm. to what we need to wear spiritually. Yes. So kind of of a neat thing. Tremendous opportunity. Parallelism. uh,
0: Dads, for you to introduce your sons Mm -hmm. to this baseball, great. Mm -hmm. uh, But also, it's a great time for you to get in, get yourself under the word, and build relationships with other dads. Uh, And so um, highly recommend it. Tim, you played baseball, so any other additional um, push there for the dads? on uh, uh, Jim being the baseball great that he was.
2: Yeah, I just think, I mean, in general, uh, when you have a guy who played at that level, uh, I'm just seeing the influence of Christ uh, mm-hmm. in his life, mm-hmm. and then him sharing that experience and putting it in a very you know practical way, uh, and obviously using an illustration that most people will understand, um, I think it's helpful. And I think that's why it's going to be helpful for all generation of men, uh, obviously for the older generation who you know watched Jim play, and, and were very familiar with him, uh, all the way to kids now that are maybe playing and engaging in sports, specifically baseball, and using that illustration as a way of them to connect to God's word. So I'm really excited about it. Yeah. I love Mm
1: -hmm. it. I love it. There's other great things that are happening here too, Um, and uh, Jason probably won't talk about his own class, um, but I know Jason is teaching uh, through the Book of Genesis, uh, and I know that there's like you know 16,000 people right (laughs) packed into the SMB ministerially speaking. It's crazy, right? (laughs) Every every Wednesday night, right? (laughs) Okay, I walked by there and it was packed. But um, the the Book of Genesis, uh, and here's the thing: I think if if you have grown up in a particular tradition that spends a lot of time in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you, um, you get confused and lost when we go back to the Old Testament, okay? Uh, the book of Genesis, I think, is so uh, foundational for the Christian faith. Um, that you really need to have somebody who really, like yourself, Jason, who really has studied it, who has spent time in it, uh, and can help you kind of dig into it and really understand how important that particular book is. So you're still teaching in that. If somebody wants to come up and and learn about the book of Genesis, I think it's an incredible opportunity. Tell us when that is, Wednesday night. Sure, it's
0: Wednesday night. Uh, We meet every Wednesday night at 630 in the student ministry building. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so this coming Wednesday, uh, we're going to be studying through – uh, the days of creation. Okay. Uh, that's kind of how far we've made it thus far. Uh, and just to echo your point, Dan, um, there's there's been a recent movement out there in popular Christianity uh, where you know certain individuals have said we need to unhitch ourselves from the Old Testament. Uh, we need to you know stop studying because uh, that that's not important for our New Testament faith. The reason why um, I I decided to teach through Genesis, really asked our pastor, would this be an appropriate topic Mm -hmm. for us to walk through, um, is because Genesis is foundational for our faith. That's why we're called to study foundations. Um, There are so many foundation stones uh, that are contained in the book of Genesis that if we don't get those things right, uh, then really our, our New Testament faith is on shaky ground. You know, Jesus talks about building our house upon the rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, the gospel is a rock in order, you know, where Jesus builds his kingdom. Those um, illustrations are prevalent throughout scripture. And I really do think that Genesis is or provides to us a number of foundation stones. One of those that we've studied for uh, the past several weeks is just simply the fact that God exists. Mm-hmm. That's a foundation stone yeah, for us. Got to start there. Uh, the foundation stone of a Christian worldview. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk a lot about that at uh, Prestonwood Christian Academy, as well as our church here. And so having that Christian worldview is a foundation stone. Yeah. Another piece of that is, is the fact that God creates. And so that's really what we're going to be discussing this this coming week, as well as just the foundation stone of truth, mm-hmm. Uh, big T truth. Does it exist? How do we know that it exists? Uh, What is its source? Uh, And then other truth. How is that connected into our faith, what we believe, and how God runs his world? And so these are really important things. And so definitely you're invited to come. Uh, We study for just about an hour uh, each week, and uh, it's fast moving. It's a little bit of a fire hose, but I guarantee that you'll be able to walk away uh, with something there that you can pick up and and, and use in your regular day life. I love well, it. Well, and,
2: I'll, and I'll, I'll just add to that, too. Not only these big theological concepts, but one of the things just even hearing and learning, which, by the way, they're also recorded, and there's a way to, to get a hold of the content and the material, Okay. but to take it and make it very practical, right? So you talk about these foundation stones, right? That God as creator had a design for his world, right? We're on a parenting podcast, and so we think about our marriages or our parenting, right? God as creator, he is the one who thought... Thought of those things and design those things to work a specific way according to uh, His will, right and His design. And when we do that, when we submit to Him as King of the universe, uh, we flourish in that. Yes, and obviously, yes. as sinners, we're not perfect at it. And there's grace at the foot of the cross. But when we conduct marriage, when we carry out parenting in line with the creator of those things, we experience flourishing, and I think it's a beautiful thing.
1: Yeah. Speaking of, there's a uh, major church that just decided to um, bless, right, homosexual unions, Mm -hmm. right, even though they don't um, say that they uh, condone, um, you know, the, the same-sex marriage, but they're blessing that union. What's the difference?
2: Uh, well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> sorry to ask. ask, and that's what people are asking, right? Yeah, Is that's...
1: technically there's a difference, right? Sure. But uh, practically speaking, there's not, and so we, we need to know. Right where where the foundations are, so that when people move those foundations, we can say, wait a second, right? You don't you don't move these foundations, right? This is how God has designed uh, male and female, mm-hmm. right? So when we talk about gender and sexuality, right? We go back to the Word of God. When we talk about marriage, we go back to the Word of
0: God, and when quite we frankly, work, we go back it's to the Word of God in Genesis. That's right. It's so all, all the foundations stones yes. that you just talked about—marriage, family, government, institution, life, yes. sanctity of life, work—yep. All of those things are foundational in Genesis 1 yes. through 11. So important. It really is the, the introduction, which, of course, that's what Genesis means. Yes. But the first 11 chapters are the introduction <laughs> <Hence> the <name. laughs> uh, to the rest it is. of it's the so, Bible. It's just so good. I just and wish so people read could
2: the see your excitement right now. Yeah. Like, I know yes. they can hear it, yes. but just seeing the excitement. Jason's pretty, pretty I, I, I really do love this study, it and
0: I, I think it's well worth your time to okay. begin. S-
1: speaking of studies to love... Mm-hmm. Right. I love the study that we're doing in life group right now, which is the life of David. OK. And uh, just taught last week on chapters eight and ten uh, in Second Samuel. Right. Yeah, t- Tim's a little surprised. <laughs> 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 we, we have a history um, that uh, that I've not been very good over the twenty eight years that I've been teaching um, of necessarily keeping up with the curriculum. Um,
2: Specifically, where shocker to everybody, <laughs> I'm actually behind Dan. <laughs> so yeah. there we just go. a moment ago, the I tables told him, have turned. Yes, just a moment
0: ago, I told him that I was behind him yeah. as well, but only so, like a chapter. Yeah, so, so we're good. I'm the only one who's actually <laughs> following it,
1: and
2: May, maybe that, it's because he has a co-teacher now. Yes, I'm just throwing it, it up. <laughs> it is
1: a lot of that. My class is, is dying. Right, I did two chapters. I've never done two <laughs> chapters in a book in my entire life before.
2: It's Old
0: Testament narrative, though, so you can. It is. We, we, we you did. Can. did.
1: we did. We dipped in. We, yeah. It's great. Um, but yeah, Fred Villa is my co-teacher. So our class is you know, loving it. Next week, we get Mephibosheth, which is awesome. one of my favorite stories in the entire Bible. Literally one of the can you say stories. you five times fast? No, no, I can do it once. <laughs> I got it once, right? Uh, it's, it's not only a Hebrew name, it's like a hard Hebrew name, it right? Is. How, how is. many syllables can we get? Is there a difference? But, but life group, right? Tim, sure? you're, you're my minister over our particular life mm-hmm. group, right? And I want our parents um to get plugged into a life group because it's it's more than just um another hour at church That's it right. really is the building of the community that we do life together right so that when things are good when things are bad right we're walking through life together so what what would be the kind of the pitch to the parents oh, who absolutely. aren't plugged in somewhere how can they get plugged into a life group?
2: Yeah, so the elevator speech I gave everybody, which I'm very passionate about, you know, our adult life groups are part of our discipleship ministry here mm-hmm. at this church, and so we're designed to help people know Jesus and to follow Him, and we do that by helping people. Uh, well, first of all, foremost, we 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 want to reach people with the gospel, That's right? right? Uh, we want to help people grow and learn about what it means to follow uh, Jesus deeper, uh, right? Uh, we want to love people the way that Jesus loved others, and we want to multi Apply that uh, mm-hmm. many times over, yeah. right? So not only receive, but to but to give and to exercise the spiritual gifts mm-hmm. God's given us. And so we have over 120 on-campus live groups wow. uh, that meet at all different hours, Wednesday night. Uh, mostly on Sunday morning mm-hmm. at 8, 9, 30, and 11. And we just believe very deeply uh, that part of our spiritual formation and uh, our maturing as believers is sitting under the preaching and teaching of God's Word in our corporate worship space right. under our shepherd, uh, Pastor Graham. Large group discipleship. Large group discipleship small where we worship. and, and, uh, and then maybe and all even one-on-one that. on right. one
1: discipleship. All important. All of it. But that small group discipleship really is... Um, I, I love... I know there's other churches in the area that do things um, in, in different ways, right? And, and you know, uh, I'm, I'm just going to say I love the whole S- Sunday school concept, mm-hmm. right? We call them life groups now. Um, but I get to do life with a group of people, right, that are similar aged, right, um, in a similar situation, right, where we are from a family standpoint, and we get to do life together, right? We, That's right. The, you know, we get to hold each other accountable, we get to encourage each other, we get to challenge each other, we get to walk through, Uh, difficult things so with my particular right we're a married adult three right we've got um you know kids uh college age and you know still high school and and things like that but we also have parents that we're dealing with and and sickness and so it's just you know as we're going through those life stages together um we can you know support one another we can pray for one another uh, we can be there right meal trains whatever it is right i mean we're a mentoring couple for a younger class and you know they're all having their you know first and second third babies right so you, you watch them and they're all packing up the diapers and you know it's, it's like, going to be okay. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be, be okay, right? Your kid's not sleeping. Don't worry. Campbell didn't sleep for the first three years, right? So we've been, <laughs> been there, done that, right? But it's, it's a great opportunity um, to take you know, the Word of God, right, and kind of put some flesh around it, some, yeah. you know, some hands and some feet of being the gospel.
2: Well, let me just say this, Dan. I mean— You're a living example of this, right? You're, you know, oftentimes when they look at church and look at ministry, like that's for the paid staff person, the pastor, the minister, right? But one of the things I love about our life group ministry is guys like you uh, who are members of our church, uh, who love God's word and just through time in God's word and and God moving you and the Holy Spirit encouraging you, you know, you teach the Bible uh, every week or every other week, right? And it's an opportunity for you to exercise a gift the Spirit of God has given you for the building up of the body of Christ. And that's one thing we try to encourage our members. It's not just to sit and soak. It's not just to sit and consume, right? Like if you have the Spirit of God in you, God has gifted you uniquely to build up the local body, to build up the church. And so you're doing that, and we want other people uh, to do the same, right, to exercise those gifts that God has given them to build up not just Prestonwood but the church is The a body yeah, right. That's right
0: yeah it can sometimes be intimidating to walk into a room with a bunch of people you don't know mm. and so i say that to say let us help you find a group yeah uh, that is what we're here for Amen. Uh, we want everybody to plug in help me help you yeah help me help you, uh, yeah, help me help Sorry. you. so Jerry Maguire. there's 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 a couple <laughs> there's a couple different ways that we can that we can help you yes uh, number 1 would be if you're here on a weekend go to guest central and our folks at Guest Central will, will hook you up with a group. Right. And oftentimes we will have somebody there at Guest Central that will walk you to the group, will introduce you to the right people. We want to hook you up with that. If you're not about going to Guest Central, that's not your thing. Uh, you can also text the word GROUPS to 74788 okay. for our Plano campus okay. folks, because I know we have North Campus listeners as well. That's right. You can text the word GROUPS to 55125, for our North Campus folks. Awesome. Uh, and that will just help lead you through the process right. of connecting right. with the group. We wanna get you a personalized recommendation. And so I, I joke with folks, uh, one of the links that we will send you from that text message uh, will take you to our group finder. It's kind of like eHarmony for life groups. I like it. Yes, yeah, so you answer a few questions, and yeah. we'll give you a personalized recommendation. I, w- I would
1: love to know how people answer to end up at our class then. <laughs> like what, what path got them there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Lord. (laughs) (laughs) The Spirit led them there. Now, now there are some other great things that are happening at the church as well in in the life of Prestonwood um, that we want our parents to know about. Mm -hmm. So, Jason, you had a couple other things I know we want to talk about.
0: Uh, One big thing is our preteen weekend. Yes. So if you have a student that is grade uh, four, five, or six, uh, we want to connect those students into our preteen weekend. So uh, we just finished Freedom. It was huge. It was awesome. God blessed tremendously. Which was our seventh through twelfth grade. Seventh through twelfth grade. Incredible we had 98 decisions so for Christ. Yep. I mean, God moved in a powerful way. Um, so, preteen weekend is uh, freedom, if you will, right. for our preteens. Yep. And so, uh, grades four through six, uh, that is on February 25th and 26th. Awesome. Uh, And you can connect more information by just searching for Preteen Weekend on our website, prestonwood.org. So uh, easy to connect there. Highly recommend it. My daughter uh, goes to Preteen Weekend. She absolutely loves it. It's been transformational uh, for several years now. This is actually hard to believe her last yes preteen That's right. weekend, That's right. and next year she'll be in Freedom. So um, it is what it is, but I don't know that I'm ready for you're that. you to be okay? Uh, <laughs> I'll be okay. I'm just get ready to shed a tear here uh, as they grow up so fast. But I uh, highly recommend that to you. Yeah. Yes. And then in addition, we have some other... Uh, I know you're going to uh, discuss uh, in more detail in a, in a subsequent podcast, our marriage ministry. Right. But we do have some specific parenting and marriage discipleship opportunities that we're offering right now uh, that you can get plugged into. And I'm actually asked Tim to uh, detail those for us, uh, our Wednesday night classes. Yeah,
2: and I'll just say this before that. I mean, this is uh, our oldest. My wife Katie and I have been married 15 years. We have an Mm -hmm. 11-year-old who's in fifth grade. This will be her first pre-teen uh, weekend, and she's super excited about it. She actually invited uh, some of her club volleyball team and had some yeses, so we're excited about that. Love so let it. me just say, parents, like it's not just an opportunity for your kid, uh, but it's also an opportunity for you to teach your, your kid and to model, like, hey, let's be mission-minded. Let's That's invite good. others uh, to that. So I'm really excited about that. So praying for uh, Paisley, my daughter, and obviously her friends that will be joining. But as far as some of the things that we have going on right now, I think the biggest thing that we have going on right now as it relates to to marriage and parenting is our midweek classes. So obviously, uh, Dr. Snyder has the Genesis uh, class going on foundations, uh, but uh, we also have two uh, classes, one specifically for marriage Mm -hmm. and one specifically for parenting that are meeting here uh, every Wednesday evening as well uh, for midweek. Uh, We've got classes ranging from baby boot camp. Mm -hmm. So for those that are about to be first time parents, right, uh, to teen dating, to marriage focused classes. Classes, all those kinds of things, and so um, there's there's plenty of opportunities to get plugged in uh, here on on Wednesday nights. So one of the things that we've made a habit, um, kind of, uh, for our family on Wednesday evenings, we come up here to Main Street, uh, we eat, we fellowship with some of our friends from our life group, uh, we meet new people, uh, and then we go to midweek, uh, whether Jason and I are teaching uh, or sitting in a class, uh, just just an opportunity uh, just for more equipping kids have tons of stuff going on. There's things for uh, every age and life stage for kids as well. Uh, So parents, come eat, drop your kids off, uh, and uh, and go be discipled. So it's good stuff.
1: And if your kids are older— there's midweek for those older kids right. as well, right? My son is teaching a midweek, um, so those high school kids, right, are meeting in different people's homes all over the yes. place, right? So find out, right? So this, you know, whatever, whatever age your kids are, you there need to is get them something for in. you. There is there something for is, you. There
0: absolutely is because we have J High midweek that actually meets on campus. That's right? Uh, you mentioned our high school midweek uh, that is scattered around in different homes. Uh, those are student led Bible studies um, and really fruitful times of ministry. They are. You know, one of the things that we were actually talking about before we pressed play on Mm -hmm. the podcast, or record rather, uh, was this idea of becoming a self-feeder. Yes. And so uh, to be a self-feeder is to constantly be pursuing God's truth um, outside of the venue of church and Wednesday night discipleship. But friends listening, it's really important that you're in God's Word every single day. Yes. Yes. It's a way for you to fight uh, life's battles. Mm-hmm. It's a way for you to be encouraged. It's a way for you to find joy. I mean, the scripture says the joy of the Lord is our strength. Yeah. It's a way for you to encourage your marriage and strengthen your marriage. To As you conduct parenting, you need the wisdom of God with the children that God has entrusted to you. Uh, and so there's so, so much. And that so wasn't just specific much.
1: for one person. That was not for every at all. parent. <laughs> that, that may actually have just been just <laughs> yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but, you, but you do. Yes. Uh, I, I think parent, parenting on your own strength and in your own wisdom uh, not only is foolish, right, but it's detrimental to the health and well-being of the children that you've been blessed with. Most definitely. They, they need, it's weird, they need something more than you can give them. Mm-hmm. And, and I know it's like, well, that, that's not fair, right? And the answer is it is because God's given you the tools by which you can get those things, right? He's given you the word of God, right? He's given you godly community that you can be around. He's given you the opportunity to know more than you have access to by, you know, the wonderful degrees you have and the, you know, life experience. It's like, listen, God's wisdom surpasses all of that. Yes, And so there's an opportunity for you to give to your children the tools that they're going to need to be successful in this crazy world. And in that day. is
0: the ultimate goal exactly. as a parent. The ultimate goal is that we would one day shoot those arrows out of our quiver yes. into society. That's what arrows are for, yes. not just to
1: carry around.
0: And <laughs> that they would hit the target. Yes, It's interesting, I was teaching our a parenting class for our parent child dedication this last Sunday mm-hmm. we were talking about that and a warrior who would be preparing the arrows that he would be shooting out of his quiver he didn't go to shields and buy a lot of arrows that were all perfectly weighted and and machined and you know uh, manufactured to That's be right. exactly the same each and every arrow was individually cut individually handled individually shaped and tooled uh, individually weighted, so that that warrior knew I would pull arrow 35 out of my quiver to pull it back and let it fly. It was personalized yes. to that specific arrow. Yeah. And so as parents, all of these things that we talk about, uh, you need to personalize your parenting method to your child yeah. that God has entrusted well, to
2: you.
1: That's training them up in the way that they exactly. should Exactly.
0: So in the end... They won't depart from it. Amen. Well,
2: and one of the things we share with parents often, and I have to remind you know myself, is you can't give what you don't have, mm, right? Exactly. So as you formed and fashioned that arrow, he's been trained up to do so. He knows how to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody trained him, and so for us as parents, um, I, I always remember, and I don't know who, where the quote came from the genesis, uh, no pun intended, of where the quote came from. <laughs> but there's no greater calling in your life as, a, as it relates to parenting uh, than being a tool in God's hands and forming and shaping a human soul. Amen. Mm-hmm. And that's the key is being in God's hands, yep. right? Yes. Not yep. working autonom- yes. uh, autonomously, but God working on you as uh, you work in and through or on your kid, and he works in and through you uh, and your kid as well. Absolutely. And so there's a, there's a partnership there. And, uh, yeah.
1: That's good. That's yeah. good. Last thing we're looking at, summer, right? Last thing we want to mention to parents is be- yes. beach camp you and need things to like that know are coming the, up. Yeah, so. you need
0: to know the summer schedule need to uh, know that. for our uh, junior high and high school students beach camp. Uh, there's more information on our website for our uh, first and second graders. Which is an incredible opportunity. It's incredible. Kid, um, kids are going to be loving yes. that. So parents, Talk about get your,
2: people get your, getting baptized in the ocean. Yeah, yeah, people go. get baptized right. in the
0: ocean. I mean, j- again, great discipleship Love opportunity. Uh, but it. we have everything from uh, for our first and second graders. Uh, we have things for our third and fourth graders. Things for our fifth and sixth graders. All of that uh, is on our website. And so uh, perhaps we'll have an opportunity to catch up as we get closer to summer and, and talk through those things. But don't miss these opportunities. Amen. Uh, as you schedule, because I know a lot of people are scheduling vacations and mm-hmm. when they're going to travel and all of that, I highly recommend, parents, that you would take the time and put the church items on the calendar. First. Put the summers at Prestonwood items on the calendar. Mm-hmm. Put the sports camps on the calendar. And then decide when you're going to travel. Let the priorities play out because what you give the most time to and what you give priority to is a way of training your child that if vacation is more important than their personal discipleship, that, that will play itself out in unfortunate ways. Yes.
1: Yes, it will. Very good. Well, Tim, Jason, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate what you do. Um, and uh, and just the investment that you have uh, into um, my family's life, um, but the the larger family of the family of God uh, here at Prestonwood. And I know uh, for those families that are listening, it's like, well, we're not plugged in and, and we, wanna, we don't want to miss all these things. I would just say, listen, you, you got to come. You got to try it out, right? The movie, as we're talking about, Sunday mm-hmm. night, great way just to, you know, pop in, see what's going on, meet some other people who love Jesus, watch a great movie right come to the friday morning you know men's uh, bible study right and see jim sunberg i mean there's so many different things but like to take it to the next level listen be at big church right open up the word of god get discipled get into a life group Amen. right i mean those things are foundational if you're going to be parenting the next generation of kids cuz they need yes. you to do that so appreciate you guys and all the work you do
2: thanks dan thank you dan I'll give you this all.
0: Thank you for investing the time to listen to this episode of The Journey. Please take a minute to share with friends and family who will also benefit from this valuable resource. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast app. It is truly our blessing and honor to walk with you on The Journey.